And five, four, three, two, one. Faith for the Win Sports Podcast, episode 77. I am cardiac. I said I am cardiac. Oh, I am cardiac. Oh, school's not here. What would you look at that? This is just a cardiac special. So you all welcome, welcome, welcome. School, he took the day off. It's his baby girl's birthday. So I understand. I'm assuming that's why he took off, but I'll hold it down in the meantime. You're stuck with me. So if you've ever wanted to hear 25 to 30 minutes of cardiac, you know, here we go. I had never have, but hopefully you have, but you're getting it anyway. So here we go. Per usual, we're on Instagram, we're on Twitter, on Instagram at Faith for the Win Sports Podcast, on Twitter at Faith for the Win One. You can follow Follow us. We're on Spotify. We're on Apple Podcasts. You can give us one, two, three, four, five stars. Ignore the one through four. Just give us the five, please. And thank you. So without further ado, I'm just going to go ahead and go in, y'all. I'm going to tell y'all about my week. Uh, Martinez is in the building, super producer, but school thinks that I'm going to lean on Martinez this whole time. So I'm going to show him that you're wrong. You're wrong, school. And I know you're smiling right now. You're smiling because you're like, ah, he's killing it. He's killing it. It's cool, school. It's all right. Glory to God. So about my week, I actually had um, I actually had a laundry basket stolen from me. Yeah, I had a laundry bas- basket stolen from me. I washed clothes at the laundry mat, so you know it's it's, it's kind of busy. But uh, I walk in. I always leave my basket right in front of my washer. I go back in the car. I'm just texting. I'm I'm doing some uh, you know, some writing. You know, in my phone, a little notepad. People are leaving, people, cars are leaving and everything. I'm just in the zone. You know, once you get in that zone, sometimes you're just in the zone. You're focused. So I'm like, okay, clothes probably done. out the washer and go put them in the dryer. I get up. I go in there. My clothes are done in the washer, but my basket is missing. I'm like, what the heck? I go walking around and mind you, it's empty at this time. Everybody, I guess, had left. There's like the attendant and there's me. So I go to the attendant. Hey, I think somebody stole my basket or something. I don't really see it. And she was like, what, what? I'm like, yeah, I know, right? I don't see it anywhere. And so she's like, don't worry, I got you. She was like, did you have anything? Yeah, I was like, mom, my clothes are in the dryer or in the washer. It was just my laundry basket. I had some dryer sheets in there. She's like, oh, don't worry, I got you. I'm thinking this lady's about to give me another basket. I'm gonna be like, hallelujah. This lady comes back with some dryer sheets. I'm like, oh, thanks. <laughs> but uh, I was grateful and I took them. And then come to find out, I ended up finding my dryer sheets on the floor. So whoever took my basket, they took the basket and threw my dryer sheets just on the floor somewhere. I'm like, ain't that something? But, you know, you know, obviously they needed it more than me if you got to go to the lengths of stealing it. So luckily I had one right at the crib. I just went down to the crib. I had another one. You know, whoop, whoop. Boom, we good. So, I mean, you know, got to look at it like that sometimes, but it's all good. What else happened this week? Uh, My car, the heated seats in my car were out last time. And uh, I mean, not out, they were malfunctioning and my butt was like extremely hot. I don't know if you all noticed when I left last time we recorded, I took my coat off or my jacket and I had to put it under me because it was just stuck on my heated seats and it was stuck on the highest. My butt was on fire. You know, ironically, I'm in the hot seat right now because it's just me. But I had uh, I got that fixed. And uh, pro tip for the you pizza lovers out there: if you want to keep your pizza warm when you're in long distances, turn that heated seat on. Put that pizza on that seat. You'll thank me later. It'll keep it nice and warm for the ride home. Uh, what else did I do this week? Little Yachty's album is actually really dope. I just wanted to say that on air. It's called I forgot what the name of it is. What is it? See, I'm saying it's dope, but can't remember the name. 
Uh, let's start here by Lil Yachty. And I know, I know what you're thinking. Lil Yachty, that guy. Me too. Me too. I get it. Uh, you know, I've seen some high praise on Twitter and you can follow me on Twitter at Cardiac GSM. You can follow school on Twitter at school314. You can follow Martinez on Twitter at mbills314. Yeah, yeah. Knocked it out of the park. School, you, you, I'm killing you right now, school. I'm killing you. But it's okay. We love you. But uh, yeah, yeah. Y'all can follow me on Twitter. But like I was saying, I seen high praise for Lil Yachty's album and I'm like, yo. Okay, let me see what they talking about. I'm seeing some psychedelic rock and everything like that. So I ain't got nothing but time at my job. You know, luckily, glory to God. Uh, so I press play. And when I tell you it was actually very, very enjoyable. Very enjoyable. A little fun fact about Cardiac that y'all may not know. I listen to a lot of rock and alternative music. More than probably anybody you know. Uh, I know one person who listens to it more than me. But uh, what's up, Noodle? He's called in a couple times. He's put me on to some bands. But uh, this had, it had heavy rock influence and heavy funk and stuff like that. And I love that. And above all, there was some substance in these songs. See, the problem with a lot of rap music which kind of I love rap music and obviously it was my first love and I know how to rap and all those things but I think the problem with it nowadays it lacks substance it lacks subject matter or true subject matter there's very few artists who are actually going to give that to you and Little Yachty was not one of them I was expecting to get it from at all I know right and so yeah man it's one song that I've had on repeat and I'll say it I'll say it got me almost a little emotional I'm like ah yeah, I know, right? Who'd have thought? But yeah, go check it out. It's actually really good, y'all. But we're going to talk about these Grizzlies, man. My Memphis Grizzlies. If you didn't know, they're actually my favorite team right now. Job Morant is my favorite player. You know, a lot of people say forget 12. You know what I'm saying? But I actually rock with 12. Ha 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 ha. That was a joke because Job Morant wears the number 12. If you know, you know. But you know. It's my favorite player, man. It's my favorite player. The dude is athletic. The dude is getting to it. The dude is young. He is he's confident and he like, yo, I'm coming for your neck. And I'm gonna step on that neck. And if you got something to say, say something, but I'ma still do it anyway. That's Job Morant on the court. You know, he he he's like athletic like Derrick Rose was. He's athletic like Russell Westbrook. You know, he ain't scared to get to the paint. He a point guard, man. He that's what he do. But there's this one team that just constantly gives this man trouble. And it's not even big trouble, but it's enough trouble to be like, ah, I'm sick of these guys standing in my way. I'm sure that's what Josh's thinking. And that team is the Golden State Warriors. Uh, if you all know, last year in the NBA playoffs, the Golden State Warriors and the Memphis Grizzlies went up against each other, and the winner would go on to the Western Conference Finals. And I forget the actual number that they lost, but uh, the Memphis Grizzlies lost that series, and the Golden State Warriors went on to the Western Conference Finals. You know, so there's a little animosity there. And then a year, the season before that, the play-in tournament, the Grizzlies actually kicked the Warriors out of the play-in tournament, and they moved on to the playoffs. So, you know, They've been going kind of back and forth. There's been a lot of jawing, especially on the Memphis Grizzlies side, to the Golden State Warriors. And the Golden State Warriors like, man, who the heck y'all think y'all are? Y'all ain't won nothing. Y'all ain't won nothing. And the Grizzlies like, we don't care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we It's our time now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, certain players have called from the Grizzlies have called themselves a dynasty and you know I'm all for it you know talk your stuff but you know it's, it's reaching a little bit but you know that's my squad so you know I gotta stand by them uh they actually played each other a couple of days ago so I'm sitting there I'm watching the game 
And you know, I'm just all in. I'm all in. Uh, Philly and Brooklyn, they had a great game before that. It was on ESPN. Ben Simmons' second return to Philly that he was actually playing, and the crowd was booing him every time he touched the ball. But anyway, it's not about that. That game was awesome, and it was down the wire. Philly got the win. You know, the Kevin Durantless Nets, they got the L. But you know, then the Grizzlies and the Warriors came up. I'm like, this is what I've been waiting on. This is exactly what I've been waiting on. And boy, did they deliver. They delivered, they delivered. Uh, long story short, Steph is Steph. Clay is Clay. And that boy Jordan Poole is an X Factor. And that boy is coming, man. He is coming like a freight train. And he will not be denied. He's cocky as well. But you know, that dude, he can ball. Jordan Poole. Uh, he's he's actually really good. But I said that, I said all of that to say. It, it, they seem to be too much for the Grizzlies because every time they go head to head, seemingly almost every time, the, the the Warriors just got the Grizzlies number, man. And mind you, in this specific game, Stephen Adams wasn't playing. Stephen Adams was as a center for the uh, Golden State Grizzlies. I was about to say Golden State Grizzlies. That flows. But the Memphis Grizzlies, he's the center. Um, yeah, and he wasn't playing. So, you know, they was just having a field day. It was like mostly a small ball game and uh, Warriors thrive in that setting. Steph Curry actually he got ejected this game and for some reason it, I saw the stat uh, y'all might have seen it as well sports center they posted something he's been ejected three times in his career two of those times actually were against the Memphis Grizzlies uh, one of them was I believe against the Cavs but all three of these reasons for, were for the exact same reason why does Steph Curry always throw his mouth guard like dude that's disgusting that is absolutely disgusting, man. I get frustration. I get punched in the air. I get punched in the little little foam pad that's underneath the basket, you know, holding the rim up and punching it out of anger or something like that. But throwing your mouth guard, like in the day and age that we live in, that's kind of disgusting. And he don't look like he aiming it at nobody. He just throwing it. So whoever is the unfortunate person who gets hit with that, they just getting hit with it. And that's disgusting, man. But I, I, I'd eject him too. And I love Steph. Best shooter on earth and everything like that. Best shooter God ever created, as Stephen A. was saying. I think a lot of people would agree. You're crazy if you don't at this point. But uh, that's disgusting, Steph. So he gets ejected, but the Warriors ain't tripping. The Warriors ain't tripping. Jordan Poole like, yo, I got this. Clay like, yo, I got this. And I mean, they handled business, man. Uh, I, I just, I just... They ended up beating the Grizzlies. It was, yeah, albeit by two points. I want to say two or three points, but I mean, it was just ridiculous, y'all. It's ridiculous because I'm like, they had like a 10-point lead, 10, 15-point lead, and they just, it's like the Warriors, when they start when they start rolling, they're, it's seemingly they're almost unstoppable. There's almost nothing you can do. Uh, and it's frustrating as a Grizzlies fan. And I was just so upset to the point, you know, I'm like, yo, when I go to this playoff game in Memphis, you know, they better win. That's all I know. They better win. The Grizzlies, you know, I'm rooting for y'all. You know, I got y'all as my Western Conference uh, champions this year. But come on, give Cardiac a W when he goes down to the Grindhouse, to the FedEx Forum in Memphis, Tennessee for the first time this year. Give Cardiac a W, please. Because if you don't, when I tell y'all there will be no Memphis artists being played in my car ever again. None. 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 I don't really play them a lot, but you know, I've, I've heard I've heard a Yo Gotti song, I've heard a Money Bag Yo song, I've heard a, a Glorilla song before, you know, you know. But let me tell y'all, they will not be getting no play ever again. I will go out of my way to turn them off if Memphis doesn't give Cardiac a win. So Memphis, handle your business, please. I'm rooting for you, Job Morant. You still my guy. I got your jersey. Come on, man. Come on. 
come on. You know, you talk all that stuff, and I love it. I love, that's what I love about these youngins in the NBA nowadays. They talk stuff. Normally, I hate that guy. But occasionally, there's somebody who talks their stuff, and they back it up. And a lot of these youngins in the NBA, they're doing just that. You can't hate on it. You just got to give it up and let it be what it be. And, you know, they were actually talking stuff. That's going to segue me into my next point. We never ever got to talk about Shannon Sharp. Shannon Sharp, he actually, you know, the uh, Grizzlies were talking stuff. The youngers were talking stuff to him. You know, it was the Grizzlies versus the Lakers in L.A. And, you know, Shannon Sharp, if you all don't know, he's the host of Undisputed, one of the hosts, him and Skip Bayless. He was in attendance of the game, and he is a huge LeBron James fan, like a lot of people. You know, LeBron James, King James, as they call him, and, you know, he's rooting for LeBron. And I guess he said something to Dylan Brooks to the magnitude of, yo, you can't guard LeBron. Uh, Dylan Brooks said something back like, you know, uh, forget you, Shannon. It was the other F word. I'm pretty sure we're all grown here. You can figure it out. But he said, forget you, Shannon. Shannon goes back to Dylan Brooks. Forget you, too. You know, and uh, words were said. And next thing you know, Dylan Brooks is walking up to Shannon. Shannon's walking up to Dylan Brooks. This is middle of the game. You know, and it looks like they're about to come to blows. But apparently, I mean, nothing happened like we all knew nothing would happen. But um, yeah. And but it was a bad look, man. We never got to talk about it. I'm sure school will agree. And we are both Shannon Sharp fans here at Faithful to Win Sports Podcast. We are all. Yeah, we're all Shannon Sharp fans. We love. Um, you know what I'm saying? But he was out of line. He was out of line, dog. You got to when you're a fan, when you're a spectator, I get especially if you courtside. I understand. As somebody who's never been courtside, but who I could would imagine if I was courtside, oh, I'd be John too. If uh, everything that I've wanted to say to a player, you know, respectfully, you know, in, in, in terms of the game and actual basketball, I'm saying it, and I'm gonna yell it so that they can hear me. So I get that. Um, I guess Dylan Brooks wasn't having none of that. They wasn't having none of that, and he got up in Unk's face, and Unk is buff, man. Unk is a Hall of Fame. Uh, tight end from the NFL who turned, you know, so uh, not social media personality, but turned media member, uh, sports media to be specific. And uh, the dude still looks like he got it. He still looks his shape. It looks like you don't want it with Unk. Uh, Dylan Brooks, we wasn't having none of that. Uh, so you know the crowd, they uh, the the all the Grizzlies players, they all up in his uh, they all up in Shannon Sharp Grill. Stephen Adams was up in there, and you know I would love to see Stephen Adams versus Shannon Sharp. You know, make it happen, celebrity boxing. But uh, Stephen Adams, he just seems fearless, and you know Shannon Sharp obviously seems fearless too. So that would have been one for the ages. Uh, John Moran, he was John. He was like, hey, hey, Shannon Sharp, sit your butt down. And you know, next thing you know, uh, John Moran's dad came up in the piece. John Moran's dad was like, I don't know what he was saying, but but uh, there was one specific thing Shannon Sharp kept saying. I bet you won't. I bet you won't. I bet you won't. And it was amazing. It was amazing. Uh, if you all are on Twitter. I mean, if you know, you know, you just got to be on Twitter. Twitter is where it's at when it comes to the jokes, the memes, the gifts, all of those things. There was somebody who made like an album cover of uh, Shannon Sharp standing there. I'm sure you've seen it, Martinez. Uh, and they had a whole track list of songs. One of the songs was called I Bet You Won't. One of the songs was called That Hen Dog. And the name of the mixtape or album was called No Skips. <laughs> it was so funny. It was it was gold. It was gold. And um. Shannon Sharp, you know, obviously 
this was on a Friday, so that Monday come under come that Monday on Undisputed. You know, he apologized, man. And this is what I was telling Martinez before we officially started recording this cardiac special. You know, I was telling him when he got on air and he apologized, like he should have, because he was in the wrong for causing that scene. He apologized to LeBron. He apologized to his family, his friends, his fans. He apologized to F FSN uh, Fox Sports News. You know, and he apologized to all of them. You know, and he did it right, and he he did it humbly, and kudos. You know, I got nothing to say against that. Why I say there was an agenda was for one reason and one reason alone. We all know what happened with Demar Hamlin. We all know the controversy that surrounded Demar Hamlin when it came to his uh, Shannon Sharp's co-host Skip Bayless, and we all know that there was no real uh, sincere apology that was given by Skip Bayless on air on Undisputed, and at least. I mean, Skip apologized in his own way, I guess, uh, but it was definitely not to the level of Shannon Sharp. The way Shannon Sharp apologized on air, on Undisputed, was almost like he was putting on an example of how to apologize in a public setting in, in, in front of Skip Bayless. And so that's what I meant when I said there was an agenda, because it looked like he was like demonstrating, yo, Skip. He didn't say these things, y'all. This is cardiac right now. It looked like with his apology, he was saying, without saying it, yo, Skip, this is how you apologize. This is how you man up and take responsibility for your actions. It, I don't know. Maybe I'm reaching. I, maybe he was thinking that. Maybe he wasn't. We'll never know. But that's just kind of what it gave off to me. But it's all good. An apology is an apology nonetheless. Real quick, before I move on, I'm going to talk briefly about this NFL. I also want to uh, mention, um, back to the John Morant thing, John Morant, he, he had a quote. He had a quote and I guess I guess some reporter was asking him. I don't even know. Honestly, y'all forgive me. You know, I'm a rookie journalist out here. A rookie journalist. Ooh, journalist. Hallelujah, Lord. Maybe I am a journalist. Maybe one day. But I'm a rookie media personality out here. So forgive if my sources aren't correct. But this, I mean, this Bleacher Report logo, Bleacher Report logo is on this picture. And apparently John Moran has a quote in regards to the Warriors that says, this is not a rivalry. They always kick our donkey. And we know what a donkey is, do we? All right. Beep. They always kick our beep. So that's what he said. And I got something to say about that. As you all know, I am a John Moran fan. I've made that abundantly clear. If not anywhere on this episode, I definitely have. I hate that. I hate it. This is not a rivalry. They always kick our beep. Even though that may be true, John Morant, this is directly to you, Mr. John, Mr. Morant. Never. I would never publicly say that. I don't give a crap. If they are truly my rival, I will give them no satisfaction. I will give them no satisfaction of knowing they are in my head, they're, they're, that I'm thinking about them when I leave out of here, that I'm worried about them. I will give them no satisfaction. So I hate that. I think that's a personally a bad look. You know, I, I, I wouldn't have did that. I wouldn't have did that. That's something, you know, the only person who's going to know that is the is either my team or the person I lay my head down with every night. Other than that, the media is definitely not going to know. The Warriors are definitely not going to know. And my rival is definitely not going to know. So what are you doing, man? You know, you know, you got to have that bravado. You got to have that confidence. You know, if you feel like that, that's okay to feel like that. Don't say it, man. Just don't say it, man. I just wanted to say that directly to you, man. I just want to say that directly to you, Ja. All right. Let me take a drink real quick. Yeah. Yeah. Taking a swig. Vitamin water. School, how you feeling, school? You feeling you feeling good, school? Yeah, 20 minutes in already, school. We just getting started. What did you think this was gonna be, man? Let me take a swig. Ah, 
So I really want to talk about this NFL. I'm going to touch on it briefly. I know this is airing on Monday, so technically, by the time you're hearing this, the NFC Championship and AFC Championship, they already happen. So the way I speak about this is not going to speak definitively about any team as far as a victory or a loss, because I don't know at this point. You know, and you know what it is. And I know you're probably thinking like, man, man, this already happened. This already happened. Bear with us, y'all. Bear with us. But check this out. I personally, my picks were out of the NFC, the San Francisco 49ers. My pick as far as this AFC championship game, well, I'm, I was, I'm, I think I'm leaning toward the, uh, the Bengals and I want the Bengals to win. However, all four of these teams are very much capable. Uh, you already know what happened. Uh, I would assume Jalen Hurts had a great game. I would assume Brock Purdy had an okay game, but I would assume the 49ers had an awesome game as a collective unit. I like the Niners defense more than I like uh, Philly's offense. And like I said on the episode 76, I believe, with school, yo, Philly, they're, they're a good team. Devontae Smith, Jalen Hurts, uh, uh, A.J. Brown, all those guys, their offense especially, their defense is solid too. But, yo, they ain't played nobody, man. You know, and I could be eating my words right now. You could be like, whoop, Cardiac, Philly won. But who knows? But the fact remains, win or loss, the first tough team they actually played was the San Francisco 49ers. And that says something to me. I don't know if it says something to you. But did they win? I don't know. Did 49ers, did they, did they you know, do their thing and, and make my pick to become true? I don't know. I hope so. You know, let's talk about the AFC as well. You know, you got the, the uh, Brooklyn Bengals, whatever I'm about to say. You got the Cincinnati Bengals and you have the Kansas City Chiefs. You know, in the last game that uh, Patrick Mahomes played against the Jacksonville Jaguars, he had a high high ankle sprain, and he still came in the game with handled business. He was basically playing on one foot out there. A high ankle sprain is very painful. I've had a, an ankle sprain. I don't know if it was a high ankle sprain, but it was difficult to get around, let alone I could imagine playing quarterback in a freaking playoff game in the NFL. That's got to be insanely difficult. Um, people, a lot of people are crowning Joe Burrow as the best quarterback in the NFL. Joe Burrow is good, man. He is really, really good. And his personality, he seems like a really, really cool guy. And I'm a big fan. And I do got the Bengals winning this AFC championship uh, again for the second year in a row. However, you know, I think it's a little early personally to be crowning him the best quarterback. Patrick Mahomes has the resume, y'all. And I mean, respectfully to Joe Burrow, he wasn't out there on one leg playing a playoff football game and still got the W. He wasn't doing that. You know, Patrick Mahomes was. That this the uh, this is this is like like the Michael Jordan of the, of the NFL right now. I think a lot of people said that, but it's fair. I didn't I didn't come up with that term. I heard it somewhere and it's accurate because he just does amazing things with the football as a quarterback that I've never seen before. And the dude, he kills it, man. He kills it every freaking time. But I got the Bengals winning because I think as a team, they have the Kansas City Chiefs number. Um, Am I right? Am I wrong? Is it 49ers versus the Bengals in the Super Bowl? Is it Philly versus Kansas City in the Super Bowl? Is it 49ers versus the Chiefs in the Super Bowl? Or is it the Philly, the Eagles, the Philly, the, uh, blah, blah, blah. is it the Eagles versus the Bengals in the Super Bowl? There might be another combination. I think I got them all, but who knows? Either way, we don't know, y'all. But what I do know is that this Sunday, AKA yesterday was some darn good 
football. Speaking of football, this is the last subject, y'all. This is a shorter episode, but we told y'all that. You know, it'd be a little longer if school decided to show up to work today, but he didn't show up to work today. So, you know, you get old faithful. You get cardiac. You get me. And, you know, we loving it. It's all good. I love y'all, too. But my last subject, I want to talk about HBCUs, y'all. There was a specific story I'm pulling up my Twitter right now that I shared in regards to an HBCU. And it was just really, really odd. It was really odd. So apparently, this is uh, my source on this one is Say Cheese on Twitter. Uh, Say Cheese is like a um, um, like the shade room. It's almost like a, a gossip website, basically. That's what it is when it all boils down. Um, and they, they posted something. Um, there's this ex-Florida quarterback recruit who had a scholarship pulled for rapping the N-word in a video. Apparently, he had a scholarship pulled to... Uh, his had his scholarship, you know, hey, give us that back. That's a bad look for our university uh, at the University of Florida, I'm assuming, or some college in Florida. They said, no, nah, we can't have that. He was just rapping along to a rap song that said the N-word. He, you know, he, he said the N-word with the song, you know, but it was on video. And in the today's culture, today's climate, you know, that ain't going to fly, especially from a white guy. Um, however, the story doesn't end there. I know you're like, whatever. And HBCU obviously heard of that story. And they said, yo, we'll give you a scholarship offer. Uh, I'm not really hip on this quarterback. Um, yeah, his name is Marcus Stokes. A white guy named Marcus. That's interesting. You ever heard of a white guy named Marcus? Interesting. Wow. I just realized <laughs> I'm just learning that right now. His name is Marcus Stokes. That's funny. Um, <laughs> so he tweeted. He said he's blessed to receive or he's blessed to receive my first HBC offer to play at Albany State University. I'm like, yo, what in the world is happening here? What? Like, what do you think about this, Martinez? You look like you got a time in. Yeah, I'm a Yeah, time school. Man. So, well, hold up. Before you even say yeah. that, 27 minutes in school, uh, eat it. Yeah. All right. And this was voluntary school. I'm, yeah. I just, you know what I'm saying. Um, I think um, one, one thing is he must be an amazing quarterback. I think so, too. He has to be. I don't know who he is, but he... He has to be Because you're not just doing that Well he's from a D1 school right I'm assuming it's yeah, for the it's, Gators It's, it's, it's a D1 school They dropped him from rapping the N-word Which I don't agree with Because he was rapping the song Right Now if he was saying something Intentionally like talking to black students yeah. Or black students A la Riley Cooper from the Eagles years ago There you go Yeah but That'd be a different story Right But he's rapping the content That predominantly black artists put out Black rappers put out, yeah, and and then, and as you know, and we pretty much know this. People may not know this, but a large majority of hip hop is supported by a, a, a white audience. Believe it or not, yeah. So when you put out certain content, you have to know that all races of people are going to listen to the music and rap the songs. Absolutely. So no, I, I, and it could be more to the story because it does seem a little weird that they dropped him simply for rapping the lyrics. Right, right. I mean, it, and there may be more to the story. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm not going to play the video of him rapping it because we know what the word is, y'all. Right. What song uh, was it? Do you know what song it was? I don't know. That's a good question. I'd have to play it, which I don't want right, to do to right, maybe right. even guess the song, but I probably wouldn't know it anyway, honestly. Um, HBC school, you know, uh, Albany State University. What are y'all thinking? Is this, is it, I'm wondering, like, is this like he's that good of a quarterback? Like, we're willing to look past this? Is this a publicity stunt? Is this saying, like, 
we just kind of want the publicity, good or bad. Like, it's, I think it's a bad look. Regardless. He must be like a Joe Burrow or something. <laughs> like, because other than that, I can't see them doing this for clout. Um, because it seemed like they did this before he even made headlines. You know what they say, though. They do anything for clout. Yeah. Not HBCUs. Everybody. Right, right, right. They do anything right. for clout. Right. Uh, and I don't know. I, I don't know, man. I guess time will tell. Albany State University, you know, and I share something. But it is weird to have that stigma next to this. Like, yeah, we got him because he was dropped for rapping the N-word, a white quarterback. Absolutely. A black school. So, yeah. Somebody has shared in, on a reply to that post. They were like, they tagged Dr. Umar. It was like, how many lashes for Albany State? You, Doc. <laughs> and they had the, the video. No, he didn't. He, they, this is just the video of him snapping the belt. <laughs> it was just pretty funny. Yeah, Dr. Umar. <laughs> But it's like, what are y'all doing? But uh, also in regards to HBCUs, you know, the Ed Reed story. Um, I'll just touch on it briefly and I might go on a route that you all might not be expecting. Uh, Ed Reed, you know, he was hired or allegedly hired to be. I'm not even going to say the name of the school because they're going through enough right now. You know, I got your back, HBCU. Uh, even though I kind of just clown Albany State But that's just a different story This y'all didn't necessarily do anything wrong So that's why I will protect you all's identity Because I don't want to do damage to the Black college experience community blah, blah, blah. Black college community I don't want to do damage like that But I know I mean you might say it's hypocritical But hey I'm the one on the show not you It's okay but you know it's all love here It's all love Albany State University You know receive your lessons from Dr. Umar And it's still all love from this way Cardiac still loves you but there's a specific university uh, Ed Reed was allegedly hired for to be the head coach for the HBCU football team. A la um, uh, Dion, Dion, Dion Sanders. Mm-hmm. Um, and we all know Ed Reed. Uh, if you listen to this podcast, I'm assuming you know of Ed Reed. He was a safety for the Baltimore Ravens, arguably one of the best safeties ever in the NFL. He's really, really good. Was really, really good. Uh, hired to be the head coach for this specific HBCU. Um, but the, as more more story as more of the story came out, it was just seemed to be a very messy situation. Messy in the sense that there was no contract actually presented to Ed Reed for him to be this head coach. It was kind of like a verbal agreement, maybe. And uh, either way, the school came out and announced that Ed Reed would be the head coach. It seems kind of weird to me if there was no paperwork in place, but that's what happened allegedly. Um, Ed Reed just randomly went live one day on Instagram. I'm not on Instagram anymore, but Faith for the Win Sports Podcast is on Instagram. You can follow us at Faith for the Win Sports Podcast. And uh, he went live on Instagram and he was saying, he was just going off at about the school saying that my office not even cleaned and this is unacceptable. And why would y'all, you know, he was just kind of just digging in on this HBCU. And... Apparently him and his students had to pick up trash around the campus and everything like that. Mind you that this specific HBCU, uh, they were kind of dealing with the, the, not the consequences, dealing with the uh, after effects of a specific hurricane that happened around this state that would kind of allow you to narrow down what region we in because hurricanes, if you, you know, if you know, you know, Um, but you know, there's mold on campus. There's trash and debris and stuff still from the effects of this hurricane. So, you know, with it being an HBCU, which majority are typically underfunded, it's just it's just kind of a, a a difficult situation to be a part of the administrative team or a student actually to be a part of. And uh, you know, he was just walking into this, and apparently, him and the students are picking up trash and stuff like that. But he's going off about these things, and basically. A couple of days later after that, 
this same HBCU came out and announced like, yo, he's not going to be our coach. Uh, to Ed Reed, my take on this is I don't really agree. I, I agree. Like frustrating things happen at work every day. You know, if you're a, if you're going to be a head football coach, I guess in ideal circumstances, yeah, that would be like, why is my office dirty? I'd, I'd have questions, too. You know, um, however, you should know the kind of situation that you're walking in. And I believe that you should kind of give a little grace toward the situation, considering the the hurricane that just took place, considering the, the the lack of money at this specific university and take that in mind. But what you don't do, I understand the frustrations, man. You know what I'm saying? And if this happened and you went to directly to the administration and said everything that you said on that live to them, to their face, by all means, brother. By all means, but where you went wrong, I think personally, is by taking this and embarrassing that school live on Instagram. You know what I'm saying? I think that was personally wrong and immature. You know what I'm saying? I just think it was. Even if you were in the right, sometimes we can be completely right about a specific subject, but be completely wrong in how we approach the subject. And I think this was one of those situations. I'm not saying Ed Reed's a horrible person. I don't know him. I don't know Ed Reed. And I don't know the exact, because I'm sure there's plenty more details to this story, but I can I can speak to what Ed Reed did in this specific situation and what I think he should have done. And uh, that's all I'm speaking to. I don't know him as a man. He, he, he might be a great man. He might be a horrible man. You know, that's between him, his family, that's between God. You know what I'm saying? That That's that's what that is. So I'm not speaking to his character. I just, I, I just... I just think that he could have handled that situation way better and he didn't need to go out and publicly embarrass this HBCU like I think he did. Uh, I feel like HBCUs have a, a, a tough, tough enough time of getting, you know, recognized in the first place. And for me personally, this specific HBCU, this was my first time hearing of this HBCU. And I know that I'm not alone in that. I'm sure there's somebody out in this country, this world, who that was their first time hearing of this HBCU as well. And the first thing we're hearing is all this bad news and this just horrible perception of them. And I don't think that that's fair because I think it was just public. He, you know, I just think it was just wrong, y'all. The the way he went about it, and he could have been right in the whole situation. But you know, speaking of wrong and right, you're wrong if you don't give us five stars, y'all. You know, I think we can accept it. You're wrong. You're just wrong. It's okay. I've been wrong too. I've been wrong. I'm human. You're human. You know, we're this faithful to win sports. We believe in Jesus Christ, and we believe that He is our Lord and Savior. So we, therefore, we believe in grace and mercy and forgiveness. So I forgive you. So you can just do it right now. You can just give us five stars and you can leave a comment wherever you want to leave a comment. You know, on our Twitter, you got to go back at the beginning and listen to the Twitter handles. You know, I could give it to you again, but maybe you should go back. But I'll give it to you again because I'm nice like that. You know, on Twitter at Faith for the Win One on Instagram at Faith for the Win Sports Podcast. Tag us. I'm Cardiac. You can tag me at Cardiac GSM on Twitter. I be on Twitter, man. I be on Twitter. You can follow me. Let me know what you think. If you thought this was the most horrible, yeah, that's the worst host I've ever heard. This is absolutely unacceptable. You need to quit. You can say all of those things and it's all good. I'm not going to go back and forth with you. I'm going to read it and smile and show my friends because that is the kind of guy I am and the kind of guy, the kind of girl you are. You're the kind to give us five stars and to tell a friend and to share. So I hope that you all enjoyed this podcast episode. This is Faith for the Win Sports Podcast. Podcast episode 77 and on the count of three can we say school sucks one two three school sucks i'm cardiac peace